Chapters 1 through 10 of the Apocryphal Book of Wisdom, Dewey Reams Version. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information and to find out how you can volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Sam Stinson. Chapter 1. Love justice, you that are the judges of the earth. Think of the Lord in goodness, and seek him in simplicity of heart. For he is found by them that tempt him not, and he showeth himself to them that have faith in him. For perverse thoughts separate from God, and his power, when it is tried, reproveth the unwise. For wisdom will not enter into a malicious soul, nor dwell in a body subject to sins. For the Holy Spirit of discipline will flee from the deceitful, and will withdraw himself from thoughts that are without understanding, and he shall not abide when iniquity cometh in. For the spirit of wisdom is benevolent, and will not acquit the evil speaker from his lips. For God is witness of his reins, and he is a true searcher of his heart, and a hearer of his tongue. For the spirit of the Lord hath filled the whole world, and that which containeth all things hath knowledge of the voice. Therefore he that speaketh unjust things cannot be hid, neither shall the chastising judgment pass him by. For inquisition shall be made into the thoughts of the ungodly, and the hearing of his words shall come to God, to the chastising of his iniquities. For the ear of jealousy heareth all things, and the tumult of murmuring shall not be hid. Keep yourselves, therefore, from murmuring, which profiteth nothing." and refrain your tongue from detraction. For an obscure speech shall not go for naught, and the mouth that belieth killeth the soul. Seek not death in the error of your life, neither procure ye destruction by the works of your hands. For God made not death, neither hath he pleasure in the destruction of the living. For he created all things that they might be, and he made the nations of the earth for health, and there is no poison of destruction in them, nor kingdom of hell upon the earth. For justice is perpetual and immortal. But the wicked, with works and words, have called it to them, and esteeming it a friend, have fallen away and have made a covenant with it, because they are worthy to be of the part thereof. End of chapter 1. Chapter 2. For they have said, reasoning with themselves, but not right, the time of our life is short and tedious, and in the end of a man there is no remedy, and no man hath been known to have returned from hell. For we are born of nothing, and after this we shall be as if we had not been, for the breath in our nostrils is smoke, and speech a spark to move our heart, which being put out our body shall be ashes, and our spirit shall be poured abroad as soft air, and our life shall pass away as the trace of a cloud and shall be dispersed as a mist, which is driven away by the beams of the sun, and overpowered with the heat thereof. And our name in time shall be forgotten, and no man shall have any remembrance of our works, for our time is as the passing of a shadow, and there is no going back of our end, for it is fast sealed, and no man returneth. Come, therefore, and let us enjoy the good things that are present, and let us speedily use the creatures as in youth. Let us fill ourselves with costly wine and ointments, and let not the flower of the time pass by us. Let us crown ourselves with roses, 
before they be withered. Let no meadow escape our riot. Let none of us go without his part in luxury. Let us everywhere leave tokens of joy, for this is our portion and this our lot. Let us oppress the poor just man, and not spare the widow, nor honor the ancient gray hairs of the aged. But let our strength be the law of justice, for that which is feeble is found to be nothing worth. Let us, therefore, lie in wait for the just, because he is not for our turn, and he is contrary to our doings, and upbraideth us with transgressions of the law, and divulgeth against us the sins of our way of life. He boasteth that he hath the knowledge of God, and calleth himself the Son of God. He is become a censurer of our thoughts. He is grievous unto us, even to behold, for his life is not like other men's, and his ways are very different. We are esteemed by him as triflers, and he abstaineth from our ways as from filthiness, and he preferreth the latter end of the just, and glorieth that he hath God for his father. Let us see then if his words be true, and let us prove what shall happen to him, and we shall know what his end shall be. For if he be the true Son of God, he will defend him, and will deliver him from the hands of his enemies. Let us examine him by outrages and tortures, that we may know his meekness, and try his patience. Let us condemn him to a most shameful death, for there shall be respect had unto him by his words. These things they thought, and were deceived, for their own malice blinded them. And they knew not the secrets of God, nor hoped for the wages of justice, nor esteemed the honor of holy souls. For God created man incorruptible, and to the image of his own likeness he made him. But by the envy of the devil, death came into the world, and they follow him that are of his side. End of chapter 2 Chapter 3 But the souls of the just are in the hand of God and the torment of death shall not touch them. In the sight of the unwise they seemed to die, and their departure was taken for misery, and their going away from us for utter destruction, but they are in peace. And though in the sight of men they suffered torments, their hope is full of immortality. Afflicted in few things, in many they shall be well rewarded, because God hath tried them, and found them worthy of himself. As gold in the furnace he hath proved them, and as a victim of a holocaust he hath received them, and in time there shall be respect had to them. The just shall shine, and shall run to and fro like sparks among the reeds. They shall judge nations, and rule over people, and their Lord shall reign for ever. They that trust in him shall understand the truth, and they that are faithful in love shall rest in him, for grace and peace are to his elect. But the wicked shall be punished according to their own devices, who have neglected the just, and have revolted from the Lord. For he that rejecteth wisdom and discipline is unhappy, and their hope is vain, and their labors without fruit, and their works unprofitable. Their wives are foolish, and their children wicked. Their offspring is cursed, for happy is the barren, and the undefiled, that hath not known bed in sin. She shall have fruit in the visitation of holy souls. And the eunuch, that hath not wrought iniquity with his hands, nor thought wicked things against God, 
for the precious gift of faith shall be given to him, and a most acceptable lot in the temple of God. For the fruit of good labors is glorious, and the root of wisdom never faileth. But the children of adulterers shall not come to perfection, and the seed of the unlawful bed shall be rooted out. And if they live long, they shall be nothing regarded, and their last old age shall be without honor. And if they die quickly, they shall have no hope, nor speech of comfort in the day of trial. For dreadful are the ends of a wicked race. End of chapter 3. Chapter 4. How beautiful is the chaste generation with glory, for the memory thereof is immortal, because it is known both with God and with men. When it is present, they imitate it, and they desire it. When it hath withdrawn itself, and it triumpheth, crowned for ever, winning the reward of undefiled conflicts. But the multiplied brood of the wicked shall not thrive, and bastard slips shall not take deep root, nor any fast foundation. And if they flourish in branches for a time, yet standing not fast, they shall be shaken with the wind, and through the force of winds they shall be rooted out. For the branches, not being perfect, shall be broken, and their fruits shall be unprofitable, and sour to eat, and fit for nothing. For the children that are born of unlawful beds are witnesses of wickedness against their parents and their trial. But the just man, if he be prevented with death, shall be in rest. For venerable old age is not that of long time, nor counted by the number of years, but the understanding of a man is gray hairs, and a spotless life is old age. He pleased God, and was beloved, and living among sinners, he was translated. He was taken away, lest wickedness should alter his understanding, or deceit beguile his soul. For the bewitching of vanity obscureth good things, and the wandering of concupiscence overturneth the innocent mind. Being made perfect in a short space, he fulfilled a long time. For his soul pleased God, therefore he hastened to bring him out of the midst of iniquities. But the people see this, and understand not, nor lay up such things in their hearts, that the grace of God and his mercy is with his saints, and that he hath respect to his chosen. But the just that is dead condemneth the wicked that are living, and youth soon ended the long life of the unjust. For they shall see the end of the wise man, and it shall not understand what God hath designed for him, and why the Lord hath set him in safety. They shall see him, and shall despise him, but the Lord shall laugh them to scorn. And they shall fall after this without honor, and be a reproach among the dead for ever. For he shall burst them puffed up and speechless, and shall shake them from the foundations, and they shall be utterly laid waste. They shall be in sorrow, and their memory shall perish. They shall come with fear at the thought of their sins, and their iniquities shall stand against them to convict them. End of chapter 4. Chapter 5. Then shall the just stand with great constancy against those that have afflicted them and taken away their labors. These, seeing it, shall be troubled with terrible fear, and shall be amazed at the suddenness of their unexpected salvation, saying within themselves, repenting and groaning for anguish of spirit, 
These are they whom we had sometime in derision, and for a parable of reproach. We fools esteemed their life madness, and their end without honour. Behold how they are numbered among the children of God, and their lot is among the saints. Therefore we have erred from the way of truth, and the light of justice hath not shined unto us, and the sun of understanding hath not risen upon us. We wearied ourselves in the way of iniquity and destruction, and have walked through hard ways, but the way of the Lord we have not known. What hath pride profited us, or what advantage hath the boasting of riches brought us? All those things are passed away like a shadow, and like a post that runneth on, and as a ship that passeth through the waves, whereof when it is gone by, the trace cannot be found, not the path of its keel in the waters. Or as when a bird flieth through the air, of the passage of which no mark can be found, but only the sound of the wings beating the light air, and parting it by the force of her flight, she moved her wings, and hath flown through, and there is no mark found afterwards of her way. Or as when an arrow is shot at a mark, the divided air quickly cometh together again, so that the passage thereof is not known. So we also, being born, forthwith ceased to be, and have been able to show no mark of virtue, but are consumed in our wickedness. Such things as these the sinners said in hell. For the hope of the wicked is as dust, which is blown away with the wind, and as a thin froth which is dispersed by the storm, and a smoke that is scattered abroad by the wind, and as the remembrance of a guest of one day that passeth by. But the just shall live for evermore, and their reward is with the Lord, and the care of them with the Most High. Therefore shall they receive a kingdom of glory, and a crown of beauty at the hand of the Lord, for with his right hand he will cover them, and with his holy arm he will defend them, and his zeal will take armor, and he will arm the creature for the revenge of his enemies. He will put on justice as a breastplate, and will take true judgment instead of a helmet. He will take equity for an invincible shield, and he will sharpen his severe wrath for a spear, and the whole world shall fight with him against the unwise. Then shafts of lightning shall go directly from the clouds, as from a bow well bent. They shall be shot out, and shall fly to the mark. And thick hail shall be cast upon them from the stone-casting wrath. The water of the sea shall rage against them, and the rivers shall run together in a terrible manner. A mighty wind shall stand up against them, and as a whirlwind shall divide them. And their iniquity shall bring all the earth to a desert, and wickedness shall overthrow the thrones of the mighty. End of chapter 5 Chapter 6 Wisdom is better than strength, and a wise man is better than a strong man. Hear, therefore, ye kings, and understand. Learn, ye that are judges of the ends of the earth. Give ear, you that rule the people, and that please yourselves in multitudes of nations. For power is given you by the Lord, and strength by the Most High, who will examine your works, and search out your thoughts. Because being ministers of his kingdom, you have not judged rightly, nor kept the law of justice, nor walked according to the will of God. Horribly, and speedily will he appear to you, for a most severe judgment shall be for them that bear rule. 
for to him that is little mercy is granted, but the mighty shall be mightily tormented. For God will not accept any man's person, neither will he stand in awe of any man's greatness, for he made the little and the great, and he hath equally care of all. But a greater punishment is ready for the more mighty. To you, therefore, O kings, are these my words, that you may learn wisdom, and not fall from it. For they that have kept just things justly shall be justified, and they that have learned these things shall find what to answer. Covet ye, therefore, my words, and love them, and you shall have instruction. Wisdom is glorious, and never fadeth away, and is easily seen by them that love her, and is found by them that seek her. She preventeth them that covet her, so that she first showeth herself unto them. He that awaketh early to seek her shall not labor, for he shall find her sitting at his door. To think, therefore, upon her is perfect understanding, and he that watcheth for her shall quickly be secure. For she goeth about seeking such as are worthy of her, and she showeth herself to them cheerfully in the ways, and meeteth them with all providence. For the beginning of her is the most true desire of discipline, and the care of discipline is love, and love is the keeping of her laws, and the keeping of her laws is the firm foundation of incorruption. And incorruption bringeth near to God. Therefore, the desire of wisdom bringeth to the everlasting kingdom. If then your delight be in thrones and scepters, O ye kings of the people, love wisdom that you may reign for ever. Love the light of wisdom, all ye that bear rule over peoples. Now what wisdom is, and what was her origin, I will declare, and I will not hide from you the mysteries of God, but will seek her out from the beginning of her birth, and bring the knowledge of her to light, and will not pass over the truth. Neither will I go with consuming envy, for such a man shall not be partaker of wisdom. Now the multitude of the wise is the welfare of the whole world, and a wise king is the upholding of the people. Receive, therefore, instruction by my words, and it shall be profitable to you. End of chapter 6. Chapter 7. I myself am a mortal man, like all others, and of the race of him that was first made of the earth, and in the womb of my mother I was fashioned to be flesh. In the time of ten months I was compacted in blood of the seed of man, and the pleasure of sleep concurring. And being born, I drew in the common air, and fell upon the earth, that is made alike. And the first voice which I uttered was crying, as all others do. I was nursed in swaddling clothes, and with great cares, for none of the kings had any other beginning of birth. For all men have one entrance into life, and the like going out. Wherefore I wished, and understanding was given me, and I called upon God, and the spirit of wisdom came upon me, and I preferred her before kingdoms and thrones, and esteemed riches nothing in comparison of her. Neither did I compare unto her any precious stone, for all gold in comparison of her is as a little sand, and silver in respect to her shall be counted as clay. I loved her above health and beauty, and chose to have her instead of light, for her light cannot be put out. Now all good things came to me together with her, and innumerable riches through her hands. And I rejoiced in all these, 
for this wisdom went before me, and I knew not that she was the mother of them all, which I have learned without guile, and communicate without envy, and her riches I hide not, for she is an infinite treasure to man, which they that use become the friends of God, being commended for the gifts of discipline. And God hath given to me to speak as I would, and to conceive thoughts worthy of those things that are given me, because he is the guide of wisdom, and the director of the wise. For in his hand are both we, and our words, and all wisdom, and the knowledge and skill of works. For he hath given me the true knowledge of the things that are, to know the disposition of the whole world, and the virtues of the elements, the beginning and ending, and midst of the times, the alterations of their courses, and the changes of seasons, the revolutions of the year, and the dispositions of the stars, the natures of living creatures, and rage of wild beasts, the force of winds, and reasonings of men, the diversities of plants, and the virtues of roots, and all such things as are hid, and not foreseen, I have learned, for wisdom, which is the worker of all things, taught me. For in her is the spirit of understanding, holy, one, manifold, subtle, eloquent, active, undefiled, sure, sweet, loving that which is good, quick, which nothing hindereth, beneficent, gentle, kind, steadfast, assured, secure, having all power, overseeing all things, and containing all spirits, intelligible, pure, subtle, for wisdom is more active than all active things, and reacheth everywhere by reason of her purity. For she is a vapor of the power of God, and a certain pure emanation of the glory of the Almighty God, and therefore no defiled thing cometh into her. For she is the brightness of eternal light, and the unspotted mirror of God's majesty, and the image of his goodness, and being but one, she can do all things, and remaining in herself the same, she reneweth all things, and through nations conveyeth herself into holy souls. She maketh the friends of God, and prophets. For God loveth none but him that dwelleth with wisdom. For she is more beautiful than the sun, and above all the order of the stars, being compared with the light, she is found before it. For after this cometh night, but no evil can overcome wisdom. End of chapter 7. Chapter 8. She reacheth, therefore, from end to end, mightily, and ordereth all things sweetly. Her have I loved, and have sought her out from my youth, and have desired to take for my spouse, and I became a lover of her beauty. She glorifieth her nobility by being conversant with God, Yea, and the Lord of all things hath loved her. For it is she that teacheth the knowledge of God, and is the chooser of his works. And if riches be desired in life, what is richer than wisdom, which maketh all things? And if sense do work, who is a more artful worker than she of those things that are? And if a man love justice, her labors have great virtues, for she teacheth temperance, and prudence, and justice, and fortitude, which are such things as men can have nothing more profitable in life. And if a man desire much knowledge, she knoweth things past, and judgeth of things to come. She knoweth the subtleties of speeches, and the solutions of arguments. 
she knoweth signs and wonders before they be done and the events of times and ages i purposed therefore to take her to me to live with me knowing that she will communicate to me of her good things and will be a comfort in my cares and grief for her sake i shall have glory among the multitude and honour with the ancients though i be young and i shall be found of a quick conceit in judgment and shall be admired in the sight of the mighty and the faces of princes shall wonder at me they shall wait for me when i hold my peace and they shall look upon me when i speak and if i talk much they shall lay their hands on their mouth moreover by the means of her i shall have immortality and shall leave behind me an everlasting memory to them that come after me i shall set the people in order and nations shall be subject to me terrible kings hearing shall be afraid of me among the multitude i shall be found good and valiant in war when i go into my house i shall repose myself with her for her conversation hath no bitterness nor her company any tediousness but joy and gladness thinking these things with myself and pondering them in my heart that to be allied to wisdom is immortality and that there is great delight in her friendship and inexhaustible riches in the works of her hands and in the exercise of conference with her wisdom and glory in the communication of her words i went about seeking that i might take her to myself and i was a witty child and had received a good soul and whereas i was more good i came to a body undefiled and as i knew that i could not otherwise be continent except god gave it and this also was a point of wisdom to know whose gift it was i went to the lord and besought him and said with my whole heart End of chapter 8 Chapter 9 God of my fathers, and Lord of mercy, who hast made all things with thy word, and by thy wisdom hast appointed man, that he should have dominion over the creature that was made by thee, that he should order the world according to equity and justice, and execute justice with an upright heart. Give me wisdom that sitteth by thy throne, and cast me not off from among thy children, for i am thy servant and the son of thy handmaid a weak man and of short time and falling short of the understanding of judgment and laws for if one be perfect among the children of men yet if thy wisdom be not with him he shall be nothing regarded thou hast chosen me to be king of thy people and a judge of thy sons and daughters and hast commanded me to build a temple on thy holy mount and an altar in the city of thy dwelling-place, a resemblance of thy holy tabernacle, which thou hast prepared from the beginning, and thy wisdom with thee, which knoweth thy works, which then also was present when thou madest the world, and knew what was agreeable to thy eyes, and what was right in thy commandments. Send her out of thy holy heaven, and from the throne of thy majesty, that she may be with me, and may labor with me, that I may know what is acceptable with thee for she knoweth and understandeth all things, and shall lead me soberly in my works, and shall preserve me by her power. So shall my works be acceptable, and I shall govern thy people justly, and shall be worthy of the throne of my father. For who among men is he that can know the counsel of God, or who can think what the will of God is? But the thoughts of mortal men are fearful, and our counsels uncertain. 
but the corruptible body is a load upon the soul, and the earthly habitation presseth down the mind that museth upon many things. And hardly do we guess aright at things that are upon earth, and with labour do we find the things that are before us. But the things that are in heaven, who shall search out? And who shall know thy thought, except thou give wisdom, and send thy Holy Spirit from above? And so the ways of them that are upon earth may be corrected, and men may learn the things that please thee. For by wisdom they were healed, whosoever have pleased thee, O Lord, from the beginning. End of chapter 9. Chapter 10. She preserved him that was first formed by God, the father of the world, when he was created alone. And she brought him out of his sin, and gave him power to govern all things. But when the unjust went away from her in his anger, he perished by the fury wherewith he murdered his brother. For whose cause, when water destroyed the earth, wisdom healed it again, directing the course of the just by contemptible wood. Moreover, when the nations had conspired together to consent to wickedness, she knew the just, and preserved him without blame to God, and kept him strong against the compassion for his son. She delivered the just man, who fled from the wicked that were perishing, when the fire came down upon Pentopolis, whose land for a testimony of their wickedness is desolate, and smoketh to this day, and the trees bear fruits that ripen not, and a standing pillar of salt is a monument of an incredulous soul. For regarding not wisdom, they did not only slip in this, that they were ignorant of good things, but they left also unto men a memorial of their folly, so that in the things in which they sinned they could not so much as lie hid. But wisdom hath delivered from sorrow them that attend upon her. She conducted the just when he fled from his brother's wrath through the right ways, and showed him the kingdom of God, and gave him the knowledge of the holy things, made him honorable in his labors, and accomplished his labors. In the deceit of them that overreached him, she stood by him, and made him honorable. She kept him safe from his enemies, and she defended him from seducers, and gave him a strong conflict that he might overcome, and know that wisdom is mightier than all. She forsook not the just when he was sold, but delivered him from sinners. She went down with him into the pit, and in bands she left him not, till she brought him the scepter of the kingdom, and power against those that oppressed him, and showed them to be liars that had accused him, and gave him everlasting glory. She delivered the just people, and blameless seed, from the nations that oppressed them. She entered into the soul of the servant of God, and stood against dreadful kings in wonders and signs, and she rendered to the just the wages of their labors, and conducted them in a wonderful way. And she was to them for a, a covert by day, and for the light of stars by night. And she brought them through the Red Sea, and carried them over through a great water. But their enemies she drowned in the sea, and from the depth of hell she brought them out. Therefore the just took the spoils of the wicked. And they sung to thy holy name, O Lord, and they praised with one accord thy victorious hand. For wisdom opened the mouth of the dumb, and made the tongues of infants eloquent. End of chapter 10.